Shitting ass, head and hole. Start again. Santa Cruz, Saint Cross, Santa means saint in Espanol, ho ho ho, one of my favorite beach towns in the whole world. I am so excited, as I'm sure you are as well, it's the holiday season, doop de doo whoop de wah don't forget to put out your sock. I have a chest, I have a chest right here, but also I have a chest that is over here that is Carolyn, without an E, C-A-R-O-L-I-N, Zalish. It was her chest, she was from... Menominee, Michigan, and she used this at Camp Otanagon in Three Lakes, Wisconsin. And inside this chest is another chest that uh, I found this at an antique store. I found both in antique stores. Big fan of antique stores. When you undo this, this was actually used for. Um, Laundry, apparently, on the go. Now I have a different use for it. My favorite part of Christmas is the tradition of it all. Um, my mom is a big Christmas nerd, bless her. And inside of this, it's like a time capsule or an ark. I have all these ornaments from uh, my entire life, and they all have a little 
uh, year on them, uh, my brother and sister and I all would get ornaments every year. This one, wow, I made this one. Has some beans on it. Looks like it's a macaroni and bean bell. Oh, the bells. I'm a big fan of bells. 82. I was young in 82. <laughs> Literally young. Not Carl with a J. Jung. Carl, whatever you got last year, add 20%. I love the traditions of Christmas. By far, my favorite part, um, probably the coolest part of Christmas, um, outside of just the story itself, uh, one of the most beautiful stories ever told, um, but my mom was a huge, uh, both my parents are amazing, and I've been on both sides of divorced Christmas, married Christmas, you know, having your kid every other Christmas, seeing your mom every other Christmas, just all the holidays are definitely, um, you know, there's a, there's a dark underbelly to the holidays, and the holidays are so cool. Christmas is so magical that it kills all of that off, uh, because love conquers all. Uh, the great St. Valentine will wait for a couple months uh, to give that Santa their due, but uh, yeah, we, you know, we would wake to the Sesame Street Christmas, we'd have the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls smell, of them cooking in the background in the circular tin with the white frosting. Okay, everybody here? Yeah. What's a picture? Oh, yeah. yeah. La. Mm -hmm. okay. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas from Sesame Street. Thank you notes before we could play with any of our toys. I still write handwritten thank you notes to this day. BT dub. Thank you, mom. Um, and I'm going to focus on, as I go through this uh, box of memories, really, um, these Christmas ornaments that, that mark all the Christmases of, of my life personally, I'd like to share with you my favorite sounds of Christmas. This is a podcast, this new kind of radio that we have in this digital era of ours. 
and uh, I want to share with you just some of my favorite sounds of Christmas and and the way those make me feel is the same feeling I get when I sit next to a campfire. I'm sitting next to a DVD of a fire right now, my favorite DVD, the Fireplace DVD that I have um, here in Nawanda. My first Christmas as literally Cousin Eddie uh, would love to share with you some of my favorite Christmas memories in the, uh, in the way that they sound. And uh, thanks for joining me on this little Christmas adventure from St. Cross. We'll meet our friend Frank Cross uh, here in Santa Cruz. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Aren't you having any breakfast? I'm not in the mood. What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Shitter was full! Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? <laughs> Santa Cruz, Santa of the Barrio, the Cholo Santa, Santa Cruz, instead of reindeer, has banana slugs, Anuanita, Anlupe, Serafina, Rosario, Jose, Paco, Tito, and Raul. But do you recall the most famous banana slug of all? Rodolfo, the red-nosed banana slug, had a very shiny nose. Do slugs have noses? <laughs> ho, 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 here we go. Gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born upon this day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Well, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Well, tidings of comfort and joy. Father, this blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same, how that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, oh, tidings. 
brings of comfort and joy. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading still. Christmas was whenever Jesus was born, which even though B.C. and A.D. are uh, used to be at one point before Christ and Anno Domine, Year of Our Lord, plural for Lords, Adonai, I don't know. No, I, I do know. It's Adonai. Now you know, you may have already, the Romans wanted to build a relationship with the Jews, and part of that ingratiation was uh, taking the pagan celebration for the birth of the Son, S-U-N, and making it the celebration for the birth of the Son, S-O-N, a.k.a. Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus, a.k.a. Christos. Look at the baby, look at the baby, look at the baby, look at the baby. It's a baby! Baby? It's warm inside. That's for sure. The, yeah, winter solstice. It's about December 25th-ish when we um, now celebrate Christmas, the Mass of Christ. Mass Christ, por favor. Its etymology was uh, as a uh, pagan celebration and, and trying to embrace this new religion of Christianity, Roman Catholicism. This was part of that transition. And the word Alma 
interestingly enough, another key part of the conception where you'll definitely get a rise out of the Roman Catholics, speaking of, is the immaculate nature of this conception, this son of God, son of man, little of this, little of that. Alma, the Hebrew, shows up in the original accounts of the birth of Jesus in describing Mary, Ave Maria, another great Santa, Queen of the Angels, as an Alma, a, a virgin, that word then became virgin as it went from Hebrew to Latin, I'm sorry, Hebrew into the Greek, and then also in Latin, uh, just means a woman of childbearing age. It doesn't necessarily mean one that has never had sex before. Touched for the very first time, like a virgin. Dear heartbeat, next to mine, Jesus was possibly born in April. Very strong likelihood was not born anywhere near December 25th. FYI. You know, even if you rank yourself among the most devout non-Christians on the earth, it's hard to deny the beauty and importance and just sheer power and awesomeness in its simplicity as much of anything as much as anything else the fact that a, a baby a like superman being sent by marlon brando to earth before krypton explodes a baby a, a superman very Nisha kind of way, a hero. I want a hero. I want it ever here. <laughs> Holy flash dance. How cool that a child um, is the Messiah, the anointed one, the Savior. And it's a metaphor because through the heart of a child everyone can save themselves it's the only way it's something that transcends all castes and classifications of how we like to divide our very tribal human nature of division as opposed to bringing everyone together. True acceptance, inclusion. Kids are everything. And the heart of a child is all of our salvation. Period. Regardless of what you believe in. Emboldening the heart of a child. That unconditional love, that spirit... That spirit.
Ruach Adonai, the divine in all of us, every single one of us, it comes down to not killing off your inner child, but embracing it. Every day and in every way, S-U-N, what a great metaphor, this sun, S-O-N, this God-like human. Who is like God? Question mark? All of us. You. You're like God. God is love. Everyone is like God. Doesn't take an archangel to decipher that. It's been one of the most confusing and so much deceit and all kinds of just ick has been born from this divinity that is about fear and judgment. What God that is loving 24-7, that is love. What God would have even time for fear or judgment or, or even be able to give that any kind of energy? It's, it's, it's beneath her or it. Whatever this higher power is. I None of us know what it is. It's a great mystery of human existence. And perhaps one of the greatest creations by human to control other humans is this God concept. As an angry old man in, in most instances. Full of wrath and judgment. And, and it's a celestial monarchy. It's hogwash. Hogwash. It's a, it's a baby. The baby, we are as close to the divine in it, as in any point in our existence when we're first born. And it's almost like the rest of our human existence, our, our, our growing up, our maturation, we're, we're, we're growing in the wrong way. We're growing further from this higher power. Even calling it God is so confusing because God conjures up all these images that are that are not factual uh, necessarily. It's conjecture, it's opinion. It's completely um, subjective. 
God did not create man in his image. A lot of, a lot of patriarchal language there. I apologize. That's how it's written. Strike that. Reverse it. Oompa Loompas. Man created God in his own image. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. I just want to take time to say thank you for my family, my two beautiful, beautiful, handsome, striking sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR as we call them. And, of course, my red-hot smoking wife, Carly, who's a stone-cold fox, mm. who if you were to rate her ass on 100, it would easily be a 94. Mm. Also, I want to thank you for my best friend and teammate, Cal Naughton Jr., who's got my back no matter what. Shake and bake. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, we also thank you for my wife's father, Chip. We hope that you can use your Baby Jesus powers to heal him and his horrible leg. And it smells terrible, and the dogs are always mm. bothering with it. Mm. Dear tiny infant Jesus. Hey, um, you know, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. It's a bit odd and off-putting to pray to a baby. Well, look, I like the Christmas Jesus best, and I'm saying grace. When you say grace, you can say it to grown-up Jesus or teenage Jesus or bearded Jesus or whoever you want. You know what I want? I want you to do this grace good so that God will let us win tomorrow. Dear tiny Jesus, your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I win the races and I get the money. Ricky, finish the damn grace. I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because it says like I want to be formal right. but I'm here to party too. Because I like to party so I like my Jesus to party. I like to picture Jesus as a ninja fighting off evil samurai. I like to think of Jesus... Like with John Eagle's wings yeah. and singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner with like an angel band. And I'm in the front row and I'm hammered drunk. Hey, Cal, why don't you just shut up? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Dear eight pound, six ounce, newborn infant Jesus. Don't even know a word yet. Just a little infant, so cuddly, mm. but still omnipotent. Mm. We just thank you for all the races I've won and $21.2 million. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money that I have accrued over this past season. Also, due to a binding endorsement contract that stipulates I mentioned Powerade at each grace, I just want to say the Powerade is delicious, mm. and it, it cools you off on a hot summer day. And we look forward to Powerade's release of Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Mm. Thank you for all your power and your grace, dear baby God. Amen. 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 Let's dig in. Hell's a hell of a grace, man. You nailed that like a split hog. I appreciate that. I'm not gonna lie to you. It felt good. Dad, you made that grace your bitch. Heart of a child. That's your salvation. That's your Messiah. All of us. It's in all of us. Institutionalized guilt. What good news is there in feeling like there's this standard, this superhuman, this superman, 
that you can never live up to. And anything that's ever been written or was probably lived that might show his imperfection, a relationship with a female, any kind of childhood or youth or adolescent years, makes no sense. Why have these things been omitted? We'd show chinks in the armor. We might, even worse. Oh my gosh. Secret might get out. That we're all sons and daughters and non-binary beings and rocks and horses and Legos and sandwiches. We are all children of God. And it's really even interesting. I feel like a kid could get to the bottom of some of this stuff. If you take one letter away from good, it's God. If you add one letter to evil, it's devil. I mean, it's like, come on, who wrote this stuff? Probably a kid. <laughs> but I feel that you don't need the Zohar necessarily to translate. Translate. Well, translate. Translate nothing, Mikey. It's a sketch of the old cannonball chamber. Where's the gold, Mikey? Where's the gold? Here's some gold for you. It's not of the pyrite variety. It's not a rock at all. It's gold, Jerry, gold. Very banish. Take out an O from good. Take out, add a D. D-O. O-D. I've OD'd on this conversation. D-O. Do. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? Do. Karma means doing. And finally escaping this endless cycle of karma, as the great Buddha would tell you. Enlightenment, perhaps. Indeed, this Jesus cat achieved this enlightenment. I believe that 100%. Have since I was a kid done a lot more research around it and there's a whole lot more to the story than was told to me but you know moving from this doing this play very human place of doing constantly doing defining our existence by our our doing our is do do moving into this place of being i'm not even just gonna do good deeds now granted the doing is difficult and important and incredibly and increasingly rare, sadly. But doing is doo-doo. It's exhausting as well. And it's unsustainable. It kills us, literally. And freedom from that, breaking the cycle, you, you just become the good doing good anymore. You just are good. 
Absolutely. Songs and music. Yes. Yes. Those are all great things. What's the best thing? Best thing is, yes, the kids. The kids. Being a kid at Christmas. Oh, kids at Christmas time. Ecstatic. Joy to the world. Ironic, isn't it? Don't you think, Alanis? Christmas is all about kiddos. And it's kind of a bummer. I remember when my daughter sort of stopped believing, if you will, in some of the magic of Christmas, or, you know, it's when the sort of mythology of Santa Claus gets blown up that I feel like is a real turning point in people's lives, because some of the innocence of childhood and trust and belief is kind of shattered. Santa! Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Uh, why, why, of course I am. <laughs> you're Santa. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Uh, happy birthday, of course. 
so uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? Paul. And uh, what can I Paul, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're gonna have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. <laughs> he's a Santa Claus. I feel like starts a fork in the road. The very Robert Frost poem emerges where you start to distrust and be suspicious and cynical, if not pessimistic and negative and fearful and judgmental. And that's definitely the road more traveled. And it's just the easier route. It's the more popular route. Either pronunciation is correct. But there are few then who take a left turn at Albuquerque, Bugs Bunny style. And it just becomes about questioning everything and and that awesome question that kids ask all the time <laughs> not just are we there yet but why 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 oh kids rule always asking why they want to understand it's a it's a it's a victor frankel man's humans search for understanding Being understood, I, I've learned. Being understood is a, a privilege and, and takes a lot of work. So does understanding. And some people really take that hard left. And that's the path to enlightenment, my friends. childlike fascination with life, this wonderful life. Adventure and exploration, coming from a place of compassion, grace, empathy. 
empathy, real joy. Santa will be here real soon, real soon. What the fuck you think you're doing? You son of a bitch! Hey, 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 a true unconditional love, the, the love that's given without expectation of anything in return, really the spirit of Christmas, the spirit of giving, not receiving, it's been completely lost. Most American households and businesses, it's jelly of the month club, it's a lie. It's a lie. I'll never grow up. Peter Pan style. King of the Kids. And become childlike is, if not the goal. A goal, really important one in about any way of being that you might subscribe to. Like coming full circle, right back where you started. And I don't know anything or anyone that better embodies the true spirit of Christmas. If it has any meaning at all, it's in the eyes and smile and heart of a kiddo on Christmas Eve 
waking up the next morning just fired up, ecstatic, full of joy, joy to the world, peace on earth, goodwill unto men and women. Jesus do. Get the hell out of here. All right, Johnny. But what about my money? What money? AC said you had some dough for me. Fair or fair? How much do I owe you? AC said 10%. Bad AC ain't in charge no more. What do you mean? He's upstairs taking a bath. He'll call you when he gets out. Hey, I tell you what I'm gonna give you, snakes. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One. Two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. Here's your smoking gun as to the hack job editing work that's been done on the New Testament over time. Why is there no kid Jesus? I mean, it's made, it has never made any sense to me whatsoever. Jesus was a baby, all of a sudden was a man. He was never a kid. He was never a teenager. He was never a frat guy. Why are there no stories of Jesus climbing a tree and falling out of the tree and going crying to his mother and or popping a zit or kissing a girl or getting busted smoking pot by your dad during his carpentry makes no sense. These times in our humanity are the most interesting, most fun of times, definitely the most human, the most imperfect. I don't know if maybe that didn't serve whoever's purposes, but um, holy random house of the ancient Hebrew to, to Greek and then into Roman, lost in translation, it's very odd to me. It, reeks, stinks of frankincense. Why is there no kid Jesus? Makes no sense. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please.
And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Gospel literally means good news. The gospel in Espanol, the books of Mateo, Marcos, Lucas, y Juan, all basically different accounts of the same story, sort of the, the conception of Christ as much as anything, focusing on that part of his life. And uh, it's very oxymoronic if you think about it. Here's some good news. There's this superhuman child that is perfect and is the literal son of God that is going to set a standard that no one can ever meet. And they're going to kill him anyways, the very people that he's here to save. That's your Messiah your anointed one, your savior. Great news. This is terrible news. Now imagine this story. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Here's this kid. He's crying. He's got poopy diapers. He's a little colicky. Kid won't eat. Screams all day. Giant baby. Doesn't fit in any of his clothes. He's a Kind of a rotten child, punk, preteen, challenging young adult, and then kind of puts it all together this unconditional love. Forgive them, they know not what they do. The ultimate act of 
unconditional love, agape in Greek, very special kind of love. That is great news. And y'all can achieve the same level of enlightenment, escape the endless hamster in a wheel of the karmic cycle of doing that's doo-doo. Break free of that, live forever. Any of you can do it. It's in all of you. That would have been so empowering. Oh my gosh. Be anarchy. There'd be no way to control and extort for money the mass populace. Hmm. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. So this is Christmas. news about Jesus Christ Yeshua Christos the best thing about this human about that story fact or fiction doesn't matter. The, the best part of the story has been completely butchered. And that's that this man was a man. It's a man, baby! And maybe because 
the implications for humanizing the Son of God, the Savior, the Messiah, the raddest being that's ever walked the earth, according to Christianity, at least. This man's humanity was completely taken away. And the beauty I've learned in all things is in the imperfection, is in the vulnerability, is in the flaws, frailty. It, it's, it's the very essence of the human condition. I, I picked up a copy of the New Testament today at a, this was a book cart. And this is from a San Francisco, from a, a service organization that probably does a lot of awesome stuff up in the San Francisco area. And it's a cool sort of version of the New Testament. Uh, English, today's English version. It says his way on it, very Sinatra-like. But I love the title. It doesn't say the Bible or anything like that. The title is The Alternative to the Human Condition. And it was on top of the story for little ones. Discover the Bible in pictures by the great Max Lucado. I didn't even know he did kids' books until this one. Anywho, the alternative to the human condition, this is the very problem. What is the alternative to the human condition? There, there is no alternative. We, we've no alternative as humans, but to live to our fullest and our best every day, the human condition. We're human. I can't be a rabbit. You can't be a chair any more than a daffodil can be a radio. I don't know. This point has taken a turn for the worst. The human condition is amazing. I love the humans, even at their worst. We usually call them grown-ups. I especially love the humans at their best. And we call those children, kids. be childlike. Someone called me childish today. I said thank you. Thank you very much. I was wearing non-matching shoes, a Gumby t-shirt, and a uh, back 
backpack that looks like something out of an elementary school, but still called me childish. He said thank you. In this case, it was for all the right reasons <clears throat> to be childlike, to be a kid again, part of a child. I see it in adults. And I see it in actual kids, part of a child, having a childlike fascination instead of seeking an alternative to the human condition, becoming the conditioner. <laughs> In a lot of ways, I think we're a little bit late. Sir, Merry Christmas. Thanks for the talk. Thank you. We don't want to scare the dickens out of people. Merry Christmas, Miss Cooley. The dickens out of people. Nobody gets me. Grace, who is that guy? Elliot Loudermilk. Okay. Call security. Have them change his locks, clean out his desk, and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. Thank you. Call accounting. Stop his bonus. Ooh, a clear shot at his back. Elliot Loudermilk. Code nine. Grace, what in the hell is this? Well, that's a painting one of my kids did. There's Santa Claus and there's Mrs. Claus. Honey, how many fingers does Mrs. Santa Claus have here? Eleven. Eleven. Right. It's crap. Lose it. I don't want it on the wall. She'll understand. She's an amazingly understanding woman. I'll just come home and I'll say, Hi, honey. Um, we have to move to a studio apartment. I hope you don't mind. Mr. Cross, it's time for your Christmas list. Okay, read me the list. I want to get this over with. Sammy Goldberg. Bath towel. Lou Parker. Send him a VHS home video recorder. Colonel Tom Parker. The bath towel. Tamara Forstall. VHS. Do you know there's a lot of virtues in taking a bus to work? You know, oh, hi, fellas. Thanks a lot and Merry Christmas. Babalu Kaluta. The bath towel. Elliot Lavermilk's leaving early today. Move, get out of here. Duh! Four minutes and 40 seconds. Glenn Glenn Whitaker. What was the last rating on Poliso? 5.2 Nielsen, 7 a share, and TVQ3. Towel! Your brother. Towel. Your only brother. Oh, God, Grace, give it to me. Enlightenment. In light. In mint. Becoming one with the light. Just becoming the light. Step into the light. Jesus was too much in the sun. Their Shakespearean way of calling someone insane. Too much was the sun, S-O-N. And that's dangerous to say stuff like that. They kill you. They'll kill you for that.
blasphemous. I tried to kill him a few times. John 10, 30. It says, I am the Father of one. Who is like God? This guy. I'm going to stone you for blasphemy. Not us being without sins and casting the first stone. The book of St. John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. I'm paraphrasing, but basically, unless one is born of water and spirit, canting into the kingdom of God, that's how humans are born. Definitely very spirited and in sort of this fun little maternal ball of water in utero. More than just a wonderful Nirvana album. This Nirvana, this enlightenment, breaking free of the Cycle of Karma. Who is like God? We all are. The great mystic. By definition, the great mystic, being a mystic, someone who realizes this union with the divine, the eternal energy of the universe, love, good, God. Light. We are part of this divine light, energy, sun. We're not apart from it and never able to achieve it. That would be a real bummer. Unfortunately, that's the version most of us have been told. And it's too bad. Because Yeshua, the dude, the human of flesh and blood, became this superhero, this myth or legend of Jesus fictionalized and rearranged to serve other people's purposes <clears throat> not the purpose he was here for in the first place which is really to share this Christ consciousness This Christ consciousness that's in everyone. The immensity of God's love is something we can't even fathom. God, this higher power, again, God's a hard word to even use because it's been tainted like most words. And somewhere emanating from and rising above this Yeshua 
into Jesus thing is this Christ consciousness. It's a model. It's an example. Jesus was a messenger. Absolutely. Like many a great messengers. Perhaps the greatest ever. He, he brought with him the gift of God. And integrating that energy with psychological, physical boundaries, human restraints is very difficult for most people. It's very difficult to discern fact from fiction and what is the point. The point is not to fight about all the historical versus the rhetorical Christ, figure of Christ. The historical one is far less important than the rhetorical one. In other words, not we, we fight so much in life, in all things, about what it is as opposed to why it is. ask why. Kids always ask why because kids are so much smarter than adults. Why was Christ? Wake up and realize who you are. And how can we inspire others with love, not fear? Let's just say, for argument's sake, that you're right, that I am in big trouble. What exactly would that mean? Look at me. Look at your future. Now, if you don't change your ways, you're going to wind up doomed, just as I am. One minute, I'm on the 14th hole at Wingfoot, lining up a putt. A heart attack later, I'm a worm feast. No, 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 no. You're not a worm feast. You're a hallucination brought on by alcohol, Russian vodka, poisoned by Chernobyl. I'm under a lot of pressure lately. I've been put on a big silence. Oh. I had it all. I was a captain of industry. Feared by men, adored by women. Adored? Let's be honest, Lou. You paid for the weather. I'm warning you, Frank. Don't waste your life as I did mine. Waste? How can you say that? You're a legend in this business. You're the man who invented the miniseries. Mankind should have been my business. Charity, mercy, kindness. That should have been my business. Don't wait. Get yourself involved. Now it's too late for me, but it's not for you. You can be saved. You are going to be visited by three ghosts. Ooh, three ghosts. Three ghosts, Frank. Expect the first one tomorrow at noon. Yeah, tomorrow's bad for me, Lou. As a matter of fact, the whole rest of the week is washout. Ouch. Well, maybe we could have drinks, say, Thursday. You and me, the ghosts, Trader Vicks are on four. It's no joke, right? This is your last chance. All right. I could squeeze you in for a breakfast. Ah! <laughs> oh, no, please don't think I'm a suicide. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Buddha said he would return after 25 centuries as this cool cat named Maitreya, sometimes called Mateya. Enlightened the fringe, come back from the fringe. No enlightened person comes back though. Why on earth would you want to come back to earth? It, I mean, makes no sense. What he's saying speaks to this transcendent relationship between student and master, mentor and protege. Mother and child that will take 25,000 years for basically all of humanity to completely deuce that and the value that it holds for the sustenance and growth and evolution of our very humanity, our existence, our human existence. Come back from the fringe. Fringe. Matreya. Matea. The friend. Also, friendliness from the Sanskrit for friendliness. Take 25,000 years. I feel like things have just changed so rapidly. Look at our human history, everything that's happened in the last hundred years. So let's, that's not my thing, but let's chop two zeros off. 2,500 years-ish. It's about now-ish. Buddha may have lived somewhere eh, four and six century BC. It's uh, about 2,500 years ago. Might have missed a decimal point. Might have been like Michael Bolton in Office Space. Yeah, just missed a decimal point or something. Buddha was not known as a mathematician per se. The fringe, the friend, border or outer edges of a group, or a band of contrasting brightness or darkness produced by the interference of light. The interference of light. The welcome interference. Enlightenment. I cut through the park and take me over to you. Absolutely everything, Frank. You see, I'm the ghost. <laughs> I feel, in a lot of ways, the spirit of Christmas. 
very essence of Christmas, uh, the celebration of Christmas that I've grown up with my entire life as a key part of my life and something I look forward to every year of my life. Um, I mean, it's just different. Everything is different now. Well, some of that is good. It's not all bad. But the notion of you know, shopping and caroling and driving around looking at Christmas lights and cooking stuff and eating stuff and singing and fires and the smells and the tastes and going to the mall when it's all decorated and all these things. Back my growing up, we would fill, we'd fill these paper sacks basically little lunch sacks with dirt and put a candle in them and light them on fire put them all over our yard and driveway and house and everybody in the city did it and it was super cool I feel like that some of that's still going on people still put the Christmas lights up etc but 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 always a but B-U-T. It's just a little different. And it's not a beauty a lot of the time. Hi, Frank. Come on. Come on out and play with me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. funny feeling. Uh, why <laughs> did you do that? Sometimes you have to slap them in the face just to get their attention. Fine. Slap me in the face. But you kicked me in the wall. Yes, it's time to begin the journey. Now, close your eyes and think. No. You close your eyes. Oh, no. I'm through. Don't be awesome. Close your eyes. And think of snowflakes and moonbeams and whiskers on kids. No picking. <laughs> of rainbows, forget-me-nots. Of misty meadows and sun-dappled pools. <sighs> oh, look. There's Mr. Hedgehog. I wonder where he's going. Perhaps to... Your cheeks are rosy and your eyes bright as stars. If you 
bites me again i'm gonna rip your goddamn wings off okay Oh, I like the rough stuff, don't you think? Christmas future. Oof. Unfortunately, I am not in the. I'm not in the uh, prophecy. I'm not a prophet. I don't claim to be a prophet. I'm not an oracle. Um, but I see things and hear things and feel things and smell things and <laughs> speaking of, I feel like my microwave was seriously screwed up here in Nawanda. Oh my gosh. Something on fire. It's not a Yule log in the sense that that I said I had one, but tis the season to be merry, Ave Maria. Supposedly, her name was actually Miriam. That got changed to Mary. Well, I don't know. What's in a name? A rosary by any other name. I see things on the horizon. Pandemics and pestilence and widespread disease is not something that's going to go away. And in fact, probably a lot of these are going to start getting traced back to they're man-made. They're not born from nature. That's my hunch on that. Chinese turkey world is shifting and good, bad, or otherwise the eastern sort of China is the model for a certain type of government and society that really conflicts with the Western way that has sort of been the world's way for most of modern history. That's going to bring some conflict, possibly some very significant conflict uh, between nations, between systems. I feel our greatest vulnerability now that our entire world has become digital is the vulnerability of that digital world, its frailty. Facebook goes offline for 13 minutes and it's, you know, literally the end of the world, figuratively. What happens if there's no internet? What happens if there's no electricity? I've lived most of the past year without either in spells. Who 
your cell phones don't work all of a sudden. Smartphones go dumb. Type of darkness associated and or born from. People like to talk about another CC, not the Christ consciousness, but climate change. And yeah, a, a either more prevalent and frequent and damaging natural disasters, or a, a big one, the big one, got that coming down the pike, potential collapse of the world's either economy and or banking system due to pick whatever is contributing to that, all kinds of different factors. And really the consolidation of power and influence and wealth in this world is in the hands of even fewer humans than ever before. And, and that should not scare you necessarily, but hopefully you'll wake up to that or any of these trajectories and make up your own prediction. All predictions are completely made up. So your guess is as good as mine. You're supposed to be in the studio. We're on the air. Hey, back off, big man. I may work with the chicks, but not with me. Is this straight? May I? Did our people do that? We're going to get phone calls. Place where the sidewalk ends, I feel. And it's not a 
Shell Silverstein book either. But before the sidewalk ends, just before, a few pages before, one of my favorite little cluster of words ever written by the great Shel Silverstein. Black Jewish dude scared the crap out of people. Didn't scare the kids. We loved him. Still do love you. Uncle Shell. Listen to the mustn'ts, child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts. The impossibles. The won'ts. Listen to the never-haves. And listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. sidewalk ends perhaps another begins Maybe it's a bridge it's a rainbow bridge keep fighting rainbow warriors I'm tired of fighting However, there's at least one thing that's always worth fighting for. My mother will start to worry, and father will be pacing the floor. So really I'd better scurry, well maybe just a half a drink more. The neighbors might think, say what's in this drink? I wish I knew how. To break the spell I ought to say no, no, no Mind if I move in At least I'm gonna say that I try What's the sense of hurting my friend? I really can't stay Baby, it's cold
parts are inside our chest. Thank you, Christmas Carol, Len. Wonderful gift inside. My ornaments. Somebody. The Dickens. He gets me. Oh, I have eggnog. Wow. I've got a little. <laughs> Hold on. Christmas Carolyn. Hark the herald angels sing. And saving this for a special occasion. Rinse that out a little bit. I have the reindeer, the glass reindeer. Glass. <laughs> yeah. A little. Eggnog glass from Christmas Vacation. I got this during a white elephant Christmas. My reindeer mug. I raise a glass. Oh, and possibly drop an iPad. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs> There's an RV, Clark. Don't go falling in love with it. Come in with us when we leave here tomorrow morning. Oh my god, this thing is broken. No! At least it's out of its misery. That's gonna flip out. No, right? nobody's gonna flip out. We're gonna have a wonderful Christmas. You're the new butler. <laughs> what? It's been a long time since I've been the new anything. What's happened to uh, Hudson? I guess he's changing. Yeah, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Um... Oh, I'm David Bowie. I live down the road. Oh. Sir Percival lets me use his piano when he's not around. He's not around, is he? I can honestly say I haven't seen him, but come on in. Come in. I'm about to do it. Come on in. Are you related to Sir Percival? Well, distantly, yeah. Uh... Oh, you're not the uh, poor relation from America, right? <laughs> Gee, news sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Bing. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. Oh, well, I sing too. Oh, good. What kind of singing? Well, mostly the contemporary stuff. Do you, uh, do you like modern music? Oh, I think it's marvelous. Some of it really fine. But tell me, uh, you ever listen to any of the older fellas? Oh, yeah, sure. I like, uh, John Lennon. And the other one with, uh, Harry Nelson. Ooh, you go back that far, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> None of us is these days. In fact, I've got a six-year-old son. And he really gets excited around the Christmas holiday thing. Do you go in for any of the traditional things in the uh, boy household Christmas time? Oh, yeah, most of them, really, yeah. Presents, tree, decorations, agents sliding down the chimney. What? I was just seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> 
Actually, uh, our family do most of the things that other families do. We sing the same songs, do you? I even have a go at White Christmas. You do, huh? And this one. This is my son's favourite. Do you know this one? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely thing.
charge. You all right? Hey, what's the matter? I get out of here, Berta. I'll hit you again. Get out of here. What the Sam Hill are you yelling for, George? You... George? Bert, do you know me? Know you? <laughs> you kidding? I've been looking all over town trying to find you. I saw your car pile into that tree down there, and I thought maybe you... Hey, your mouth's bleeding. Are you sure you're all right? What you... <laughs> My mouth's bleeding, Bert! My mouth's bleeding! Zuzu's pedals. Zuzu. There they are! Bert! What do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Well, Merry Christmas.
instructed to advance you up to $25,000. Stop. Oh. Hee-haw and Merry Christmas, Sam Wainwright. man in town. That's right. 